0: course we know eight-man football is a quite a big uh, presence in the northwest part of the state of course you had an eight-man team in Worth County in our region playing in the state championship last year and several other uh, postseason contenders uh, playing whether that's Bishop LeBlanc, North Andrew, Platte Valley, a lot of good eight-man teams in the northwest and thought uh, that it might be good to just uh, spend a segment here as we're coming off the first week of high school football just spend a segment on eight-man football because quite a lot to talk about there and uh, one man who talks quite Quite a lot of 8-man football for Missouri8manfootball.com and also the Missouri 8-man football Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. He is the co-founder of Missouri 8-man football, Devin Albertson, joining us. And, Devin, thanks so much for uh, taking the time this morning. I know you were down south for that Archie Lockwood matchup in which Archie won it 68-24. to But, uh, again, kind of staying in the northwest, I was at uh, uh, North Andrew King City myself Big win for the Cardinals for week one. Who were some of the other regional winners that stood out to you in Northwest Missouri in eight-man football in week one?
1: I think one of the biggest ones, again, that uh, my co-founder, Anthony, went to was Worth County defeating South Holt 60-12 to at halftime there. It's kind of Worth County flexing their muscles a little bit and kind of reminding everybody that they're still here kind of deal. There's been a lot of buzz in the offseason for Drexel Defending Champs, North Andrew, Platte Valley, Archie. And Work County's been kind of set to the side a little bit. So them coming out and just kind of flexing their muscles on doing what Work County does, I think was good for them in there. Um, we were talking before we started here about Stanbury and St. Christian. St. Christian leading 14-8, to a lighting issue delay, forcing him to Saturday. Then Stanbury took care of business there, win 76-26. Um, so Stanberry got a big win there. But I think a team that we're not really talking about, I know they lost. You you were at there, but King City, I think, proved more to me in their loss than a lot of the other teams did in their win there because we were kind of looking at King City. They lose Parker Muff, Landon Wells, Corbin Taylor, some really good production on offense. Like, what are they going to be this year? Are they going to be able to keep up with the big dogs? And leading at halftime versus North Andrew and really pushing them to the brink. I know the Cardinals played well in the second half there. But I think King City playing that within a two-score game really showed a lot about King City and what they're going to be this year. Uh, more than really anybody else getting a win this, uh, Friday, last Friday night.
0: Yeah, what intrigued me about King City is I think they still got some pretty decent size up front. They've got 17 seniors on their roster, and they kind of work two quarterbacks with uh, Ty Mooney and Zeke Fisher, plus Ron Pulliam's a guy who's back from last year who showed uh, quite a bit of offensive production. So, And uh, King City home to DeKalb this week. I think they'll be uh, favored in this one. I think King City, what, had two losses in the first five weeks last year before they got on that run and went all the way to state semifinals where they lost to eventual state champion uh, Drexel. But yeah, let's focus on that matchup, and let's talk about North Andrew. You know, I uh, talked with Dwayne Williams a, a few times. You know, in preseason and talked to him pre and post game, and uh and it's interesting. You know, they went six and five last year. North Andrew did, and I think by their standards, that's considered you know down. You know, for a team that's been to six state championship games since 2012, that's understandable, but still. That was a 10th straight winning season for them last year. And I think Coach Williams told me pregame, he's like, hey, there's a lot of teams that would kill to be 6-5, and five, and that's a good point. But I told uh, Jeremy Benson of the Grand River Conference website, I said kind of a borderline maybe statement win uh, for North Andrew to open. You know, it was their senior night. They they get them at home. And that's a game where North Andrew lost to King City last year, 62-26. Is it, I don't know, is it too early to tell? Is North Andrew back, so to speak? I know you guys have uh, – they got some pretty good votes in the polls here early on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm really high on North Andrew. Anthony's actually even higher on North Andrew. He's the He has a number one the first two weeks of his media poll that is being released this morning as well, if you guys want to check that out. Um, but the way the reason we like North Andrew so much this year is, first of all, their backfield is very good there. Quarterback, Braxton Linville. You guys see Hayden Ecker there in action with 182 yards there on Friday night, the mm-hmm. touchdown. And then Andrew Goff at fullback, it chipped in two more touchdowns and about 85 yards on the ground. Their passing attack is going to be hit or miss at times, but with the line that they have with Jacob Chittum kind of structuring that with Aiden Miller, they just have the nice pieces that kind of mesh really well together with the size up front, with the speed in the back end. When you have teams like that, they are very dangerous, and they are very multiple and can match up with big teams like King City or you have a little bit faster smaller teams. They can match up either way, and that makes them very dangerous to get late in the year in the playoffs. The only thing we look at North Andrew, they're not overly deep. So if one of those guys is gonna get banged up or has to miss a week or two, that could really hurt them. But, I mean, it's eight-man football. Not a whole lot of teams are super deep. But they have a lot of the top-tier talent. They have a lot in that roster there. So, And we have a lot of respect for what Dwayne has done there for North Andrew. Um, their mentality, and I think talked to Anthony earlier this year about this, is just they might win every game by 14 to 20 points, but they're going to win every game by 14 to 20 points. They're a hard team to put away and to beat. They might not blow you out every week. But it's going to be really hard to beat North Andrew on a Friday night.
0: Yeah, that's a team that was young, and they battled uh, injuries throughout the year, So, and they have 10 seniors themselves, so I think they feel a little healthier, a little more experienced, and yeah, ready to bounce back from the 6-5 and five mark last year. Devin Albertson, Missouri Missouri 8-man football, joining us this morning uh, on the hotline. Staying in Northwest Missouri, let's bring it to uh, St. Joseph and Bishop LeBlanc, certainly one of my teams uh, to watch uh, this year, as I'm sure that's the case for many. Maybe got a little bit more of a scare from Pattensburg on the road than what they thought it would be. I mean, that was a one-possession game for a little while there in the second half, LeBlanc able to put up some points. when it's 66 to 44, and uh, certainly they bring back a really talented quarterback in Landon Gardner, who's also a very talented uh, defender in the secondary. Led the team in interceptions and also all-purpose yards last year. Uh, Ten wins, which is a school record for them since LeBlond uh, made the move to Eight Man just a few years ago. Um, just based on what you've seen so far, uh, is this a you know that's a team that you know they played King City in the district title came up a little bit short there. Um, is this the year LeBlond maybe goes a little bit further or at least has a double digit type win season again?
1: I believe so. The one thing with uh, LeBlond to keep an eye on this week and next week are going to be real um, gauge points for them, and also on the 23rd of September, their next four games here versus number two North Andrew versus at number five Worth County, they got San Joe Christian there, Crosstown Rival, and then versus number four Archie. So their next month is a murderers row of really elite teams. Teams that we think are the best teams in the state in the media poll. Um, so that's one thing to keep an eye on for LeBlanc. If they can get to this next four weeks at three and one, four if they go four and in those next two weeks, in four weeks they're gonna be sitting really pretty. But if they can go three and one in the, those weeks they're going to bump in that top five, I think, there and kind of prove themselves as one of the state contenders here. Uh, but they have a lot to prove here in the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited to see what they do. Um, I'll be, of course, be there to watch their game this Friday versus North Andrew.
0: Yeah, that'll be uh, one of the top matchups in Northwest Missouri uh, in Week 2. Uh, maybe one of the unsung heroes in Week 1 in Northwest Missouri, that'd be Stewardsville-Osburn beating the Nottaway Valley Thunder uh, on Friday night, 26-6. to Of course, Nottaway Valley, it's just, what, the second year for them as a co-op, and Stuartsville's a, a team that really struggled throughout the year, had to you know deal with some injuries, and uh, obviously you know a, a big scare there at one point in the middle of the season. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good uh, Week 1 win for Tommy Fish and that group, and they— Play, I think uh, at least a beatable Mount City team on the road in Week Two is the uh, 2022 spelling perhaps better fortune for Stewartsville Osborne.
1: It's definitely a great start to the year. um I know we've looked in Braxton Gibson; he's a really good running back there for him They got a little more size this year. They got a little more, ki- few more kids in the roster this year, so they can withstand a couple of injuries here or there that are going to happen in a football season. So I'm excited to see what they can do. They've won. Um, four games in the, last, the first two years under Tommy Fish there, but I think they're going to be kind of rebounding this year, maybe building towards something um, going forward. So I'm excited to see what Stuartville Osborne does. I know Mound City, they struggled early on there versus a really good Platte Valley team. Uh, their JV played better versus the JV kids of Platte Valley later on, so maybe they got some momentum there. But that's going to be a definitely game. I think Mound City's probably favored favorite in that one, but I think it should be a game that's more interesting than it has been in the past between Mound City and Phil Osborne.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That'll be uh, a seven o'clock start this Friday. Stewartsville at Mount City. Mount City, of course, ran into a pretty good Platte Valley team uh, this past Friday. I believe Platte Valley won that 52-28 without looking at it uh, in front of me. I hope uh, memory serves uh, me well there. Well, we talked about Stanberry a little bit. They uh, beat Christian in that game. They got moved to Saturday, as we talked about. I know Platte Valley's won. They had a historic run uh, last year. So Platte Valley, Worth County, uh, you know, I think you put Stanberry still in contention for uh, top teams in the Northwest. Any Anybody else within our KFEQ listening area that you're kind of keeping an eye on? I know East Atchison, that's another one. That that was a top 10 team throughout the year. Looks like they have Nottaway Valley this coming week. Uh, I guess uh, anybody else you're kind of keeping your eye on here?
1: Yeah, I was about to say East Atchison there. I actually have in my initial top 10 to start the year in the ballot that I submitted to the media poll. Um, I think they're going to be in it this week uh, going forward as well. Uh, that's going to be released this morning. So East Atchison, they're a team that lost quite a bit from last year too. They were kind of an unknown but I watched their Jamboree versus Bishop of Blond, Rockport, Ottawa Valley, I was very impressed with what they kind of brought to the table. I like the new quarterback in Simmons. Sonato at running back has a lot of he's a trackster there for the Wolves. So they're a team that might sneak up and maybe give Platte Valley a challenge around 275, and a team I'm keeping an eye on going forward here. I think East is going to be a very good football team this year
0: and expect them to be either top 10 or flirting with a top 10 for most of the season. Yeah, East Atchison able to uh, open uh, their uh, season with a victory on uh, week one. Let's see, East Atchison, they beat Southwest Livingston 58 to nothing. So yeah, really good uh, way for the Wolves uh, to start their season. Oh, Devin, uh, before we go, I want to just give you an opportunity to tell our listeners, we have a lot of, you know, eight man football, you know, fans and families and players and coaches and and the like that are in our listening area. We obviously broadcast to a lot of the uh, rural counties in North west missouri that have these eight-man schools this missouri eight-man football I've, I've only lived here almost two years myself but certainly it seems like this thing's really taken off the work that you and anthony crane do just uh to, for folks that want to maybe you know find out more about missouri eight-man football in the northwest and statewide and just get a glimpse of what you guys do uh, what are some good ways for people to to learn about uh you and your website and what you guys do
1: yeah, absolutely. So the first thing is we have a website that Anthony kind of manages there at mo 8 He has some stuff on there each week. I know he posts his photos, some columns. Um, he also has links that will direct you to the pages that I make here uh, that you can also find on the Facebook and Twitter. Just follow us at mo 8 We have an Instagram account as well that we post pictures and kind of updates for around there. It's more for the kids there. The kids really enjoy the Instagram more than the adults do uh, based on what I've seen there. Uh, but there, on the pin tweet and the pin post on Facebook and Twitter, you will find a Google Doc links to everything from stats, team pages, standings, schedules, uh, history, pretty much anything you'd want to know about eight-man football, and then some. I have dove into a lot of it, and I've put it all there. There's a recorded history of most of it on there. Um, so you guys just want to check those out. I try to update the stats each week there as teams post them as well. That way there's a one central location to find Everything there for you. I just updated for this past weekend for all the schedules and standings. And the media poll will be on there as well. So if you guys want to find information there, please do. Um, If you just want to share our stuff on Facebook and Twitter to get the word around, that's also amazing. We do appreciate everybody who supports us so we can continue to support uh, the kids that we love watching play football every Friday.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Again, mo 8 man football. just uh, search that on Facebook and Twitter. And the MO8manFootball.com is their website. Yeah, stats, stories, photos, um, schedules, media polls, uh, everything that Devin talked about there. Everything you might need to know about eight-man football in the state of Missouri uh, will be there. Certainly a big week coming up this Friday night in eight-man football in our area. Stanberry going to Albany, Stewartsville at Mound City, Worth County at St. Joseph Christian, Rockport at Platte Valley. That should be an interesting game, I think. You also have East Atchison at Nottoway Valley, DeKalb at King City, North Andrew at LeBlanc, I think is the game of the week, and that's where uh, Devin will be broadcasting. And Devin, you broadcast those games on Facebook Live on Friday nights, right?
1: That is correct. Usually what I do is do a first half, and then we'll stop for a little bit for halftime, then I'll restart again for the second half on there. So um, two little dual uh, broadcasts there for everybody on there. Um, and I think starting forward, Anthony and I will be going on there, getting live, at about 11, 11.30 every Friday night after the games are all over, after we kind of get home again. And we'll do a quick little recap of the Friday night action as well, what we've seen from across the state there. So if you want to find anything in Mercer 8-Man football, just find it there on Facebook. It's probably the best way to get all of our live stuff. And we'll uh, meet, up with everybody, meet up with everybody every week on there and just kind of give you guys as much information as we can give you uh, for the kids playing on Fridays.
0: All right, very good. Also want to point out South Holt at Southwest Livingston, another area eight-man game coming up this Friday night. That is Devin Albertson of Missouri eight-man football. He's on Twitter. Uh, you can find him, uh, his personal account, Devin Albertson. You can also just at uh, MO8manfootball on the uh, Twitter sphere as well, and then MO8manfootball on Facebook uh, to find them. And, yeah, doing live uh, eight-man games every Friday night on there. Devin, thanks for the time. Uh, have fun this season. Have fun this Friday night, and uh, always enjoy when our paths cross and we'll see you down the road
1: yeah thanks Tommy